0: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. I'm
1: Specialist Flanage Neals.
0: And today we have someone in the studio with us. I'm going to let you introduce yourself to everyone, sir.
2: Hi, everyone. Um, I'm First Lieutenant Tremaine Shivers, and I am the Resiliency and Risk Reduction uh, Specialist. So thank you for having me.
0: Yes, thanks for stopping by. So can you kind of explain what that is? Exactly.
2: Um, so basically I'm in charge of uh helping out civilian contractors with uh suicide uh prevention. Um going to IMRXs and ATs and training um soldiers in that resiliency aspect, um and then going off to um actually like give them fun things to do and, and have awareness months and do all those good things to just to keep the conversation going. Um, so that's about it. It's pretty okay. cool.
0: Yeah. So May is um mental health awareness month. And with that, I know that um all the different sections used to hold different kind of events and stuff throughout the year to bring awareness and to boost morale and all that kind of stuff. And last year things kind of dwindled down because of COVID yeah. and everything. But this year I I think as far as I know, y'all are starting to kinda of do those things again. So I know specifically you were wanting to talk about um the ice cream social that's coming up. So can you talk about that?
2: Well, you know, I've been in the the Guard for about uh, 11 years now, and normally when they have food or some kind of uh, good treat, soldiers tend to listen a little better. So um, we're just trying to change the stigma a little bit regarding uh, mental health. So we want people to come out on uh, Thursday, uh, May 13th. Uh, We're having an ice cream social right at the TAG building Um, in the the little – courtyard out there Um, and we just want to have conversation and have fellowship mainly Um, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about Uh, we like to see familiar faces and just maybe make some new connections Um, and if you feel like uh, you do have some things you need to talk about or even get more information about training or where you can go or where your soldiers can go we'll have all of the resources out there to get you exactly where you need to go so please come out on monday the Thursday, excuse me, Thursday the 13th uh, of this month, and just fellowship and have some ice cream. We awesome. should have plenty of flavors out there.
0: Uh, that's what was going to yep. be my next <laughs> <laughs> question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> flavors and time, Sarah. Yes. So, okay. So, what time is the event going to
2: uh, be? The event is going to be at
0: 1. Okay.
1: So, okay.
2: so,
0: now is this something that's open to like all guards members or oh. full time staff? Like anybody. Anyone?
2: Anybody. Anybody, you name it, come on out and. Make it happen. We just want to talk.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So for those who, because, um, I mean, people who listen and watch this podcast, they might not be in the Columbia area right. or they might just be a traditional end-day soldier. What are resources or what are ways that they can get in contact with you guys if they have questions and oh. they can't make it?
2: So, of course, you can go online um, and you can contact me. Uh, my uh, military email is uh, X Shivers dot mail at mail dot mail um <laughs> and i'll go ahead and give my uh phone number it doesn't i mean you call me any time of night that's what our jobs are you know help soldiers so that's 803-238-9628 um and you call me um and i'll get you in touch with whoever you need to get in touch with so yeah
0: okay you have any
1: Nope, my mind is still on the ice cream. So oh. I just I'm gonna mark hey. that in my calendar to make sure that I am there on that field. Yeah. Okay. So First in line. I heard I
2: heard that you wanna have like the puppies thing too. Yeah. I will definitely work on that. I'm telling you I have some, awesome. some uh kennels out there that might wanna bring their puppies out and let people
1: now, is this something because I know Sergeant Baker mentioned that um, the different departments do different things throughout the year? Now, is this mm-hmm. something that is new to your department or is this something how does that work? Um,
2: like? I'm so I'm new in the position, okay, um, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that since I've been in, um, and of course, it's come from different umbrellas, but I've seen Yellow Ribbon do things, mm-hmm. um, I've seen actual units themselves do different things and invite anyone out. Um, FRG has done a couple of different things. Um, and the main thing is, you know, the fact of the matter is it's, the numbers are just alarmingly high right mm-hmm. now. And that's why we really want to, you know, come up with some comprehensive, uh, trainings to give soldiers so that they have the proper tools to be able to deal with it themselves when it comes to hardships, especially now after, you know, COVID and everything happened. And just the leadership in general to have those tools in their toolkit to be able to help their soldiers. And that's the main thing. If anything else, again, at this Ice Cream Social, if we can just get the resources out there uh, to these uh, different individuals so maybe they can help someone else, then we've done our job.
1: Awesome. And I think it's important to note that because we've had – civilian um, contractors on here for mental health or whatnot, but you are on the military side. So if, you know, we have guardsmen or service members who feel that, okay, I don't really want to talk to a civilian. I want to talk to someone who's actually been in the service. Then you are a resource that they can go to. Correct.
2: Yeah. So that's just funny that you uh, uh, said that Um, when I first applied for this position, uh, that was one of the main things I thought about before I put in my application. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, been a couple times, three that I can count right now, that I've actually had to experience uh, losing one of my battle buddies, especially coming back from my uh, last deployment, Um, and it was tough, and it was, you always have those moments where you go, what could I have done, or what didn't I do, or why didn't they say anything, and there's just so many different emotions that come with it, where it's from regret to remorse, to just sadness, to just questions that you sometimes feel will never be answered. And, you know, going through that and dealing with it and having to go to MRT and mass, you know, mass resiliency training and, and just living life and having my own children and my own family and to still have to uh, look out for the battle buddies in the aftermath of losing someone that you love and you care for um, just made me really go, like, this is something that I can really get involved with and really try to be that next level change uh to let soldiers know that it's not a stigma it shouldn't be a bad stigma on it you know to to talk about your your hardships mm-hmm. you know all of us have difficulties in our life from oh man, I don't want to work out, I'm tired, but I know I need to work out my job's telling me I got to do this do that you know you have the stresses of man, I come home from work and my kids they they want me to play and I'm just so tired. I just need five minutes and and then next thing you know it's back to nine to five It's time to work again, and you sometimes never seem to catch a break mm-hmm. um but again there's there's things out there and resources and and opportunities for our soldiers they just they just have to talk about it and be honest with themselves and and go to that leadership if they don't have the answer to figure it out and we're here to help you so
1: and that. even if they don't feel comfortable going to their leadership, because, I mean, that's something that needs to be right, said. Right, right. That you are a resource that you yes, can go to,
2: Yes, yes. So. You don't have to go. You, you have my number now. You have the email. Um, and, again, there's plenty of people at the Bluff Road Armory that could totally get you where you need to be. Um, for me, in, for instance, when I got back from Afghanistan, you know, I just I had the hardest time of, you know, like going out in public and, and – not talking to civilians like civilians. I was talking to them like they were soldiers, you know, and just the sarcasm and just the rough around the edges and always on guard. And it, it took yellow ribbon and we had to do the, the non month, you know, ordeal where you go three months and then you go six months and then you go nine months on uh, the reintegration period. It was still tough. I mean, it was tough three years after that, you know, where my wife saying, Hey, you really ought to get some things in check, you know, like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and there's the denial, of course, because you yeah. like, you were a superhero over there, and now yeah. you come back home and you're just a regular old Joe, and it's back to work, you know. So it was very hard to transition, and until I started using those resources um, and going to the trainings, you know, it, it, it took a toll on me, you know. So soldiers out there, I, I promise you I understand exactly where most of you are coming from. And if I don't, again, I have the resources to be able to help you find someone that can relate and to give you uh, some proper things to, to help you out with your life. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times when we talk about these topics, stigma always gets is the main topic of discussion and breaking that stigma. How do we do that? And I think talking about it more often instead of pushing it to the side and, Oh, it's an annual briefing we need to do once a year. Like the more we talk about it, the more Mm -hmm. information that we can get out to the soldiers and airmen. And also when we have people come on the podcast and share their own stories, it shows people how transparent they are and that everybody has problems. Everybody has issues that they need to deal with. And some people are better at figuring it out and mm-hmm. other people, they need a little bit of help and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I really appreciate you um, sharing your experience because it does sh- prove to people that everyone's human. Mm-hmm. Like there's nobody that's perfect and there's no problem with asking for help whenever you need it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're all human, like you said. And when you wear this uniform, you're just a little bit of a cooler human, <laughs> which means you need a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah, attention to that because the stresses that you put yourself through or that you have to go through inevitably because you're a service member, especially in these combat MOSs, but it's not limited to the combat Mm -hmm. MOS. We, again, we all face that stress and then the military is just a whole nother beast and it's supposed to be, we're selected. There's only how many, what, 1% of us that do this, all right? So again, it's okay to not be okay. It's, you might need a hug. Mm -hmm. Shoot, Last week I needed a hug. From Wednesday to Sunday, I needed a hug, and you know, thank God that I have my my wife and my children that they see when I have those anxious moments, and then they pick up on it, and that's what leadership should be doing with their soldiers. You should have that relationship with your soldiers to know, hey, Niels, you, you don't seem like your normal self, and just to be there to open up that conversation, and they should be comfortable enough with you to be like, hey, I do have some things going on. I need to, and then maybe lead them in the right direction, or hopefully they will be able to just be like, yeah, can we sit down? Can we can we like discuss what's going on, you know, and then get it started. But if soldiers know this information and as long as leadership handles it appropriately to get that soldier the help they need, then that soldier, once they're helped, they'll go and tell another friend, hey, yeah, I had a problem like last month. Hey man, like, let me, Sergeant, so, so you know, they helped me out. Like, you need to go talk to them, and then it'll just be a chain reaction, and then there'll be accountability, and everyone will be getting what they need, and then maybe, hopefully one day, I won't be needed. Mm-hmm. You know, That's the goal, to not be needed.
1: Definitely. Now, I know you mentioned, you know, signs or whatnot, and we may know the signs, but it never, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt to reiterate what those signs are. So right. can you, you know, give us some general yeah, yeah. signs to look out for? Yeah, for
2: sure. So, like, um, when, as as the one looking for the signs for your soldiers, like, if you see your soldier and you know that they're normally even-keeled, they do what they're supposed to do, they're, you know just they handle their job and then they go home and you never have any issues. And when you see that soldier, the mood starts changing. Um, They start engaging in maybe high-risk behaviors. Uh, Like say they they had a Toyota Corolla and then they went out and they bought themselves a, um, I don't know, a Ford Mustang. And it's, I mean, it's souped up. And then you hear stories, they're talking to each other and you hear stories of them uh, uh, getting on the highway and doing 100 miles an hour for no reason. That's high-risk behavior. Why are you doing that? As a leader, you need to go, hey, man, I heard that you was doing this. And then don't – that's not one of those things where you, like, want to just rip them, maybe a little bit, because you need to do the speed limit. You don't want to kill yourself, guy. But, <laughs> you know, you you want to be like, why? What's going on? Why would you get the, the Mustang? Well, what happened? And then maybe he's like, well – you know i lost my job or i had this going on with my family and and my wife didn't want me to and then i mean if you ask the right questions soldiers will tell you everything if you ask the right questions and if you have that um uh, uh, relationship with them uh let's see some other things i uh, got written down over here um if you just if they just start weirdly talking about death and you know it's not one of those kinds of uh fobs and 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 you know, environments where, like, everybody was in deep thought talking about why is it what, but they just randomly just start talking about, you know, death and, and not being here. And uh, they feel rage and uncontrolled anger. Or, uh, you, you see them withdraw from you. That's a big one. Like, if you see them, I'm, I'm a social butterfly. So my people already know. At at my civilian job, too, there's, like, if I'm quiet and I'm in my office and I'm not talking to anybody, they come in there and they bust in there, and I can't even stop them. They go, hey, coach, like, you all right? What's going on? Like, you good? And I'm like, no, but I don't (laughs) want to talk about it, you know, so – But then they get me at lunch or whatever and they force me to talk about it and I get things out in the open and it helps. Um, You know, feeling trapped, if you hear them talking about your battle buddy or whatever saying they're feeling trapped, uh, just if you see anxious or agitated um, uh, signals from them, uh, and again, experiencing the dramatic mood changes, uh, seeing no reason for living or having no sense of purpose of life. I mean... Again, if if you are a true battle buddy to someone or you're a true leader, you know your soldiers and you see those signs. And it's better to be proactive by asking those questions than be reactive when something bad happens because you weren't paying it enough attention.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, those are some of the signs. And I also got some uh, some numbers. So the national hotline. Uh, if you do feel like you're in those darkest times, you know, and, and you don't know what else to do and you don't have a, another, you feel like you don't have another option, um, we have the National Suicide Hotline, you know, at 800-SUICIDE, and that's 800-784-2433. Um, and then, oh, I love this one. I've used this one for counseling um, a bunch of different times. It's uh, Military One Source. They helped me get my first job coming out of the Guard. Uh, their number is eight hundred three four two nine six four seven, and the best thing about them is like when you tell them your issues and what you got going on, um, they immediately get you in contact. Whether it be going to uh, an actual site to see a counselor, or if it doesn't work for you and you what you got going on, they'll even do uh, a phone conversation where you have your sessions over the phone. Uh, and that number is uh, 800-342-9647. Uh, you also have the uh, Wounded Soldier and Family Hotline. That's 800-984-8523. Um, and there's just so many more. I mean, we have all the information at, at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just, if you have an issue, Google. Or better yet, I'm more personal. I'm going to call somebody. And I got some great friends and And just mentors and leaders that that have shown me this way. Because if my leadership wasn't that good, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. But my leadership was outstanding. Mm -hmm. And now they're living their best life. (laughs) Retired. So (laughs) I'm carrying on the torch.
0: (laughs) I'm glad that you brought up the signs and stuff. One thing I do want to touch with that is um, because sometimes there aren't signs. Like sometimes things happen and someone is like, well, I didn't see anything. I didn't notice anything different. And, and it's not that you need to constantly be on guard and every small thing you need to, to ask about, but there are times where people are feeling a certain way and they don't show it because they're just good at hiding it. They might have done that their whole life and all that. But with leadership and supervisors and friends and family, like when Whenever you have these connections with people, reaching out and just being there for them, just Mm -hmm. casually having a conversation or reaching out to them if you're thinking about them. And because sometimes they might not want to talk about it or um, they don't want somebody to know that something's wrong and something so little can go so far whether it's just having that conversation or maybe um, you go out of your way to help them with something that you know that they need help with whether it's moving or maybe babysitting for them or helping them on a drill weekend or as simple as you go out to lunch and you pay for their lunch or you bring them a drink to work or I mean we've had times where people have brought us donuts like People don't realize the smallest little things could make your day so much yeah. better and take yeah. you out of that dark place when people really don't know that you're going through something.
2: Yeah. Which is why we'll bring the puppies. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Also, Family uh, Readiness came out yesterday and brought us some Dunkin' Donuts. Like mm-hmm. I said, that's why we do it again, Ice Cream Social, <laughs> May 13th. That's a Thursday, Tag p.m. All right, 1 night, because <laughs> you, you just have to have that fellowship. Mm-hmm. And going back to what you said, um, as a platoon leader and even when I was at E5, you know, as a, as a team leader, i always made it a point where like, I'm going to have a conversation with you.
0: Mm-hmm. like, even Or if, just that text message yeah. throughout the month or something yeah, like just something. Yeah, I
2: see you with the stink eye. I, I know something's going on and I know you don't want to talk to me. I'm going to come <laughs> up and make a corny joke. I'm going to slap you on the back or something. We're going to, we're going to talk like, yep. and if you don't, Neil's knows like I'm, I'm all about it. I will come to you and, Again, I am going i won't hound you, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to be open. And I give my, my soldiers donuts all the time. I mean, it's the way mm-hmm. to their heart. You know, my <laughs> platoon, oh, yeah, I take care of
1: them. <laughs>
2: donuts every time I can.
1: So yeah. I think it's important, like you said, and like Sergeant Baker was saying, mm-hmm. you know, just you may not ha- have that conversation right then and there, but knowing that you are there and that they know that, hey, if I need to talk to them, I can't. Yeah. You know, goes a long way, so – Honestly, that's good. So,
0: Yeah. But um, with closing out, I really appreciate you coming in, sir. I know we'll probably see you again. We were talking about some stuff before that yep. we yep. want to go further in the detail. But Definitely. before we close out, is there anything else that you would like to add? Uh, No.
2: I mean, I guess one thing, again, like you said with the stigma, soldiers, guys, you need to know, like, there are more good leaders than there are bad. and. You need to utilize that leadership in your chain of command. If you have questions or issues, go to them. They will have the resources. And if they don't, they'll lead you to those resources. All right, I was an E3, all right, and that's a decade later, and look look where I'm at now. And we're all still trying to help each other, and that's the only way we're going to get through this life. You can't do it alone. So go through your chain of command find what you need and get the help that you need so that you could be the best soldier that you could be. Hoo-wah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. I really appreciate that cuz like we said through this whole thing, like sometimes you just you just need help and people just need to realize it's not a bad thing to ask for help. Just so, ask. Yeah. But definitely come out to the ice cream social. I know uh Specialist Niels and myself will be out there. Yeah. Hopefully everyone else comes. Um, but again, If you guys like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in the next episode.